Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George. You're listening to our non-spoiler review of Captain Marvel with the voice Connor. Hello. And Benny. Hi there. Well, we've just come out of the screening, guys. The 21st film in the MCU is here. The first female-led film in the MCU, plus the first female-directed film. This is really cool stuff. The The film before Endgame, lots and lots of stuff to talk about. We're going to have a, non, uh, a full spoiler episode up. Uh, in a couple of days, uh, once everyone's got a chance to see it. So uh, this is our non-spoiler review. Let's get into it by catching up on how everyone was feeling on the trailers and the preamble. Who are we going to first? Who is feeling I'll like go. they want to talk? <laughs> um. So anytime we kind of lead up to a Marvel film, I get just kind of a base level of excited. Um, we're at a point where every um, every single edition seems to add something interesting to the overall mythos of the MCU. Um, and I love how this world has has expanded and how it's connected and all that kind of stuff. So any any new film is a chance for that to continue, and I get naturally excited for that. This one in particular, or this one specifically, um, I... I felt as though it had a lot of uh, expectation set upon it. It's right before Endgame. It's coming off the back of um, Ant-Man, which I was very kind of lackluster on. Um, so th- there was a lot of expectation for this film to deliver, which always makes me a bit nervous. Um, but the trailers so far, are what, like I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought that they had a relatively good mix of humor and action in the trailers. Um they were leaning into the whole female-led film thing, which in these cases, kind of as a cyn- uh, uh, more cynical person, I-, I tend to think is just more marketing and PR than actual genuine, um, you know, feminism or, or uh, you know, pro-women's rights or whatever you want to call it. Um, so I get a bit skeptical that they're going to lean too much into it, but it seems as though they were keeping that kind of natural and um, organic. So yeah, I was going into this really kind of very excited, um, uh, excited slash apprehensive. What were you apprehensive about? Just because it had big shoes to fill. Like, okay. I mean, it was just, it was right before Endgame. Yep, gotcha. Um, you know, and, and, you know, it had come after a movie that wasn't feeling yep. as though it was the best of the bunch. Yeah, totally. How are you, Benny? How yeah. are you feeling on the trailers? I'm not far off where you work on it. I... We've talked about the trailers extensively on the show, but um, I think I liked each one more than the last, which yeah. was definitely encouraging. Um, George, I feel like you felt like the opposite. For yeah, I was flip-flopping. It. Yeah. Um, my, my concern was um, after the absolute slam dunk that was uh, Infinity War, um, and I don't know why I was just kind of forget about Ant-Man. That came so quickly after Infinity War and was such just kind of a low-stakes thing. Um, so this movie in particular just felt like this... In between those two films, Endgame and uh, and Infinity War, and it would just, I wasn't worried about the film necessarily, but more just worried about the potential outcome of this being a stumble in between those. Um, so yeah, while I, I thought the movie looked good, I, I, there was just that slight bit of apprehension there, um, and also I, I felt like the trailers for all of the talk of um, Captain Marvel being, you know, the first female hero in the MCU, like title character. Um, I don't think the trailers gave that much 
indication of who she was going to be and and how uh, how good she was necessarily going to be. Um, how good, uh, good as I mean, like how powerful or how no, just how interesting of a character yeah. or, or like because that's the the Marvel brown brand is built on characters, like nothing mm-hmm. else. Just great characters, and you know, introducing a new character this late in the end game um, was was um, potentially potentially worrisome. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's where I was. Yeah, I was pretty similar, except I think I liked the trailers a lot less than you guys. Mm. I was a lot more randomized. I think it was about four trailers. So loved one, didn't like the other one, really didn't like the other one, and thought the other one was okay, <laughs> something to that effect. Um, and I completely agree with you guys. The the thing about this one that was concerning me was how it was going to fit into the MCU and where we're at in the MCU storyline. In that we've got a character. From from in, if you go back to Infinity War and go back to that end credit scene, it's all about Captain Marvel, mm. and this is a character that's obviously going to play a huge role in Endgame, and it was kind of like they're introducing her now, the one before. Is this going to be the one mm. that they are going to screw up? They, they've got a lot to like give you in terms of who this character is before they bring her in Endgame because they can't. I mean, they can't have her, you know we can't develop her as a character with an end game. These, these movies are not where you're meant to be, you know, introducing a hero. I mean, they, they spent as much time as they could with Thanos, but that made sense. Cause he was the, you know, he was the bad guy. He was the person that you were wanted to build up. You knew all the other characters and that's why it worked as such a good film. If they spend, you know, a lot of time catching us up on Captain Marvel, I think that that would have been, ugh, yeah, it just wouldn't have worked. Yeah. So I think now getting into the non-spoiler part of the review, I think the first topic of conversation is Captain Marvel. How is everyone feeling about the character of Captain Marvel? And uh, guys, there's a lot of spoilers in this, so we're really going to make sure that we keep this very clean. Yeah. Um, we really don't want to give anything away. If, if our audio skips and, and the <laughs> video kind of like jerks around, it's George has just gone to it with it like a fucking chopping. Um. So yeah, let's well, we'll, yeah we'll we'll try and do this without uh, spoilers at all. Hence the non-spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> title Captain Marvel. I thought was well really good. I mean, it is is I think the first thing to get out of the way. I was really um, engaged. I thought she was very witty, funny, um, kind of the um you you. Yeah, just a, a really good, solid lead in a superhero film. She was, in a, in a lot of ways, a very atypical Marvel hero. She's, you know, the yeah. kind of quippy badass that every other one of them is to varying degrees. Um, that being said, I, I, I agree. I think she was, like, really well portrayed from, from every angle. There's, um, there's hooks to this movie with, with her character and her backstory and her development, which... Um, not every Marvel movie has, especially yeah. the sequels where, you know, you generally get in your top tier Marvel movies, you'll get a good character arc for the character and that'll be done by the end of the movie. Then you'll get six movies after that where they're just kind of flatlining, not necessarily in a really bad way. They're still the entertaining character, but they don't have a lot of more growth. Um, this, this uh, I thought Captain Marvel had an arc to her that um, was high end for, for, for the Marvel stuff. Yeah, so I, I agree. I, I agree. I was actually going to say the exact opposite, which is I agree that she's kind of the atypical Marvel character, but I felt as though, and because we've just seen this film, I feel like I want more time to mull this over. So I may regret going down mm-hmm. this Avenue, but if you look at someone like Iron Man, there's something really 
cathartic about seeing someone who is a shitty person come to a, a self-realization that they are that they should be better and and bettering themselves which is i think one of the reasons why i always preferred um at least in phase 1 iron man over captain america because captain america was just good and there's nothing really overly entertaining about watching someone be good for 2 hours it's really great seeing you know kind of deep personal um development and with this one i felt like it, this the character was closer to captain america than than iron man and we can get in a, a little bit more detail as to why when we jump into spoilers but the overall kind of arc of the character i thought was more more to do with the things around her than her progressing as a character herself it was about her learning about herself you know, it's it's about it's an identity. It's a discovery of identity. But it's, I feel like a lot of that has to do with plot around her. It's not a self realization. Disagree completely. Um, I think that was the entire theme of the film, um, and I, I think it was pretty successfully executed as well. Um, I completely agree that it's not it's not um, like a character growth in that sense of someone yeah. being like it's a, not a change. Being you know? like yes, yeah, it's not like shitty. a change in allegiance or a change in attitude. It's a self-discovery. Yeah, yeah, and I thought for for the, for this being the you know the 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 first female-led Marvel movie, I thought that was um, a cool angle to go with, and I thought they really hit the themes of um, just kind of the the vague um, feminist um, talking points that they've been hitting surrounding the, you know all the press for this film. Um, I thought they they tackled that stuff in her character. Uh, really gracefully, which was mm. a concern for for myself as as well as you, Connor, going into this, that they would be hitting it too hard on the head. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was uh, really well tackled through her. Yeah, and I liked the mystery in this movie. I loved the discovery of more about Captain Marvel. I really wasn't that interested in this character going in, as you said, Benny. The trailers, it was like, what is who is who? What is this all about? Like, mm. it's very vague. It almost felt like an M. Uh, phase one kind of movie and uh really i'm so satisfied with what they did yeah this was the biggest sorry this is the biggest like kind of branching out into new territory that the mcu has done in a while because in between even in between all the sequels and stuff there's been it's been a lot of earth-based and yeah yeah there's there's a lot here in terms of like um non-linearity that i really enjoyed Mm. and it kept me guessing the whole way through yeah, and I, I, I really think, and I, I can't wait to talk about this in our separate spoiler review, but I really think um, that this movie, more so than most, especially like, like first outings for characters, strengthens the entirety of the MCU in a lot of ways. Like continuity-wise, yeah. I thought it did a really interesting job of fleshing out a bunch of other things um, from other movies. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, feel like, I felt like at points in this movie, I was like, this feels like a phase one movie. Mm. And then you got a lot of stuff with the Guardians of the Galaxy universe being incorporated in. And it felt like this really cool melting pot mm. of everything that's come from phase one to phase three and put in this new context. And I really, really enjoyed that. Mm. Um, let's move on. So, I mean, that, that for me, that box, that concern and that apprehension is fully ticked now mm. in terms of my concerns with bringing this character in for end game and, and stuff. Me, I'm fully satisfied. Um, what else do you guys stuck out about this in the in the non spoiler component of the review? So, 
I will say that, and this kind of follows on from the points that you were just making about it feeling very much like a phase one film. I think that it does feel a lot like a phase one film. Um, Is that I, bad? Like in a bad way? Or? See, I'm trying to figure that out now because in, in, the, in, I guess, the age of Infinity War and Civil War, I feel like phase three has been defined by a pretty tight-knit kind of, you know, thoroughfare for the plot. Hey, his favorite. That's my favorite word. Some of that thoroughbred. Uh, not thoroughbred, mate. <laughs> um, and this one, almost any, more so than any other film, and I'm, I'm sure that I'm just not thinking of one, felt like its own thing that didn't necessarily, or didn't as directly contribute to the main storyline that Phase 3 seems to have been advancing. Yeah, and it's a setup. I, it's a setup. Yeah, and because you're going I, back into the nineties, yeah, and, and it very much is a phase one film. And I, I get the appeal of going back into phase one now. I'm just trying to figure out if, if, if I like that or not, because I've come to expect in phase three, kind of, give me more information about, or give me some more movement on this main plot. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hungry for it. I want. You know, I want to know what happens post Civil War to to Endgame. Like that's the the meat of the MCU, as far as I'm concerned, right now. And this one did feel like a departure back. We're gonna, you know, tie off a couple of loose ends. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about a character that'll come in later, and and all this kind of stuff. And I understand the necessity of it. Um, and you know, once I actually rest on it a little bit, I might even um, find it, you know, not only uh, necessary, but genuinely enjoyable but i'm just i'm just trying to figure that out right now well it's the funny thing about this movie because i think it it in a lot of ways does do what you're you're asking of it but backwards because it's a prequel um which you know we all knew going in but um like something that struck me immediately about this movie is that uh stylistically it's designed to fit in right with the guardians films like the the Mm, the typeface of you know when planets introduced is exactly the same as from those movies you see you know bits of technology that we've seen in in those films as well so it's clearly fleshing out that that side of the the mcu um very specifically cosmic Mm. yeah cosmic verse yeah and then but 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 with that phase one feeling like in in that it was earth you know, it was earth centric mm, yeah. um, for components of it. And I, I, li- I liked how it was kind of like, you know, it wasn't doing what you wanted it to do, Connor, but it was kind of like joining the dots for these other things that made it really, for me, this makes the MCU feel very, very robust and, and really pads a few things mm. out that I, I really appreciated. So here's a question, and, and this might even be the time to ask it. But if you were going to suggest where you would watch this, I mean, we might we might wait for the spoilers for that one, just because I'm just trying to think of like if you would you watch things chronologically or mm. yeah. in terms of the release date, and and if so, where would you place this um, in your your watch? Um, yeah, let's kick that on to spoilers. Yeah, let's do that in spoilers. Um, so should we talk about some of the other characters that were very much well obviously in this via the um, the trailer, Mister um, Fury, Mister Fury. Just Fury, uh, de-aged, <laughs> de-aged. Samuel Not that they had Jackson. too much work to do on him. No, but um, they they did a great job. Um, that's probably the best I've seen. Flawless man. Yeah, and again, I think it comes down to like Sam Jackson as a seventy-year-old looks a lot better than Kurt Russell does. Totally. Um, yeah. So it's 
It's hard to say how much work they actually put into it, yeah. but it's flawless what is there. Flawless, man. Like, apart from his slight uh, 70 old year old man walk and run, um, like, he looks like a young dude. It was absolutely crazy, man. And yeah. I think the characterization of him felt young yeah, while still totally. felt like Nick Fury. Yeah, it really did. Like you had seen, you'd gone back 10, 15 years to what when you'd first seen him. Yeah. Mm. There were seconds, I mean, actually like milliseconds where I would, where I would kind of look at a movement or a close-up and be like, I think I can tell. <laughs> but apart from that, like, I mean, it just, it wasn't distracting mm. other than like, as I said, like mere milliseconds. Um, and, and because you knew that you were looking for it. I, th- I reckon if you took someone to that theater that didn't know who Samuel Jackson was, fuck, they might not even know. And I liked how they, he's very much the, the sort of second tier to Captain Marvel in this, at least I felt. Mm. And, and you get a lot of stuff about Nick Fury and, and where he's come from and, 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 and you just get a little more set up for that character. And I, I liked how they handled that. Yeah, this is like by far the more information than we've gotten on him than mm. through all of his other films combined. Uh, and I, I love how he was positioned in this as kind of the, I suppose, the sidekick. Yeah. Mm. It was very much his position as the sidekick and, and it was cool to see a Fury that isn't in control and doesn't know all. and Behind the scenes, pulling yeah. all the strings. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, something else that really impressed me in this is Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. I really, really liked what he did in this. Mm. Yeah. And you can't really great. say much more than that. When, when has Ben Mendelsohn not been like really Rogue solid one. in Rogue <laughs> One? <laughs> but I mean, was, was he what let that movie no, down? Of no. anything? Like he, of course not. He, he's, he's always great. He's really always good. great. He choked on his aspirations. It's, it's, it's not his fault necessarily. <laughs> um, so the, well, the biggest note on his performance is he pretty much spoke completely with an Australian accent. In yeah. the film, yeah. Um, mm. So the Skrulls are evidently from Space Australia, like uh, Jace from Dragon it Ball Z, so which I sense. fucking love. Yeah. It makes so much sense. But I mean, it, it, like, it, it, I hell. like that because yeah, it's great. No, no one thinks twice when an alien has an either a British mm. or a, an American accent. Yeah, like that's completely normal. Yeah, but someone has like a Australian. Roman or a Viking or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the like, default. Yeah. But like, I mean, you you talk to you know in an Australian accent, and be like, why does the alien have an Australian yeah. accent? You're I'll like, be very interested to see how it plays in other territories because I think there are a couple chuckles here when he first started speaking um yeah i i wonder how other people will take it but i fucking loved it i thought, I thought it, was it was great so much fun man. and i think it helped his performance to be able to perform kind of naturally like that yeah completely completely uh i will say man i will fucking <laughs> say uh my, my arch nemesis jude law <laughs> i gotta hand it to him i really enjoyed him in this yeah i really did and i thought um he he did what he needed to do and pfft, can't say much. I can't criticize him on this. I he's looking he, big in this. Yeah, he's, he, his forearm's pretty meaty. Yeah. Fucking huge. The law. Yeah, the I, law. I'll, I'll, I've always liked you, though. Like, I, we, we I play, genuinely I, don't understand Dumbledore. your Dumbledore. I think we, we, I mean, we play up your dislike for him, but you do seem to genuinely hate him a lot of the time. <laughs> go, I'll, I, will, I think there's a particular reason why I like him in this, and we'll get into it later on. Yeah. Uh, but I, I can't fault Dumbledore. I cannot fault him on this one. Yep. Yeah. No, I think he was really solid. Um, Talking about de-aging, uh, Clark Gregg uh, coming Coulson. back as Coulson. Yep. Not as spot on. The few little, few little angles yeah. where I was like, okay, not quite as flawless, but still very, very well executed and really fun to see that character back. I yeah. thought every shot he was in looked fantastic. It's just he looked different ages in a lot of different shots. Yeah, the first time you see him, it's it like, oh, it looks like Clark Gregg with a piece. 
you know, hairpiece. Yeah. And then later on, you'd be like, oh, fuck, he looks really young in this shot. Yeah, like, yeah. he does mm-hmm. look like an, a newbie. Yeah. Um, but I think that was the thing. Like, this is what it, this is kind of what strikes me with this de aging thing is it really is about the amount of time and effort you're going to put into it. Like, the technology is definitely there. Mm. So, I mean, fucking Samuel Jackson looks spot on. You know, yeah, it's time and desk. Yeah, exactly. Clark, uh, was it Clark? Greg, um, Greg, uh, Clark, Greg. 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 Sounds um, like a fake name. Sounds yeah, like yeah. Fake <laughs> um, is 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 only like in a you know few scenes. I'd say hmm. um, he's obviously not going to get the same amount of time and effort that they put into Samuel Jackson. So it's like it really does show, and it and what it kind of the thing that immediately jumped to my brain was uh, Mustache Gate for Justice League, um, and just saying like. They could have definitely done a better job, <laughs> yeah. but they just didn't have the time. I don't know. I think that mustache is hard to get off a person's face. I think that was Man, a tough I, one. Look, look, if they can, if they can de-age Samuel Jackson and you know Clark Gregg and and you know do all that kind of shit, they can fucking take off the mustache of Cavill. It's one of those things where I think it's like it's easy to get a wrinkle. It's hard to create a top lip and and, <laughs> and a you know a nose half mm. a nose. Well, people were able to do it in like five minutes with deep fake, so I, I take no excuses. So um, um, deep fake on everything, right? Back on topic. Um, as as the the world's biggest Agents of Shield fan, it really warmed my little heart to see uh, to see Agent Coulson um, yeah. back on the job. Uh, I, I it's really the the first instance in a long time, if ever, of the MCU really acknowledging the TV side of things. Which um, with, so did they acknowledge it really? Uh, just the fact that I don't know, just showing him, I feel like is a reminder like yeah. of, of that character ever existing. Like, um, and they could have easily bypassed him in this agents of shield does a lot of dealing, like more so than any other aspect of the MCU has done the most, um, uh, fleshing out of the Cree and their story. Um, so I don't know, just having ah. Colson in and Cree related story. Right. Um, okay. and so there were some little bits that, that felt like some interesting connections, but, um, I, I just, I, I really appreciated that. And I, it makes me hope that with Disney really, consolidating all this stuff you know canceling all the netflix things maybe they will be able to bring things slightly back more into the fold Mm -hmm. under the disney banner but um yeah i i love seeing him in here it was just uh he had some good moments Mm. uh anyone want to talk about action scenes or anything else that stuck out i thought the action scenes had um they weren't as quite as spectacular as you sometimes get in in some marvel films but they served a purpose and i and i had some really great moments in it yeah i'd probably agree they didn't Um, have that that russo brothers kick to them mm, like that they did absolutely not. kick to the teeth but um i thought they were like extremely serviceable and I, uh, I feel like we've been spoiled with the last couple films in phase three really. yeah I, I thought they were better than average for the mcu in a lot of instances and, and i felt like a little bit of variety mm. um some stuff that we maybe haven't really seen before mm. none um, of it, none don't of it, quote me on that but it felt like there was some innovation going on None of it. None of it got tiresome, and I didn't get any kind of CGI um, weariness mm. from it. I don't there think it was, was used or anything. So I was literally about to mention that there were a couple of spots that. Um, why do you set me up like this? Like you say something that I'm about to like. I sure I do disagree with. <laughs> sure, and like sure, it just sure, makes sure, me sad that I'm just waiting for you to say something and be like, "Well, actually, <laughs> I think you'll find um, that's, that's <laughs> the drill, bro. It's, it's, it's not the weekly <laughs> drill. Well, sort of. Um, fuck, I can't that that video. Um, there were a couple of spots where I thought the CGI was a little bit iffy. 
Oh um, yeah, no, I'm just saying I didn't get like really fatigued by it. Like it, no. I, it wasn't as laid on as heavy as some other yeah, some yeah, other yeah, these superhero yeah. things. Yeah, but there there was certainly some points where I was like, this could have been done, if not better, maybe just not done at all. But this being in a very similar situation to Black Panther this time last year, coming before a huge Avengers movie, looks way better than Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there are any moments of that really rubbery um, no. CGI characters uh, on, on each other, which was really yeah, great. Really great to see on your animal logic. Yeah. Again, I, I say only one one scene <laughs> that just sticks out in my mind. Yeah, and we'll talk about it in spoilers. Score score was pretty by the numbers. Yeah, there was a couple of nineties. Songs yeah. in there. We so knew well, that the, that the soundtrack I thought was great. Was a really uh, not interesting, like fairly obvious selection of kind of nineties tracks. But that could have been way more egregious. Totally, and, and pretty much everyone that came on, I was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really into this." Yeah. Um, the score itself, though, I thought was uh, like you said, by the numbers. Um, a few of the more rousing moments I thought were pretty damn good. Um, yeah. Working, you know, in conjunction with everything. There else was going some on. scoring at the end that I didn't like, mm. and again, we'll get that into that in spoilers. God, it's so hard to talk about this film without talking about spoilers. Because, I mean, in the marketing, they've kept really yeah. a lot of this film under wraps and, and kind of um, shushed up. So it, it's really hard to kind of figure out, you know, what we're um, meant to be speaking about and what we shouldn't. Saying that, should we move on to spoilers? Or like- well, I, I just want to call out um, uh, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, the directors, quickly. Because I thought they did a, a... I thought the direction was really on point for this film. Yeah, me too. Um they, their their um, previous film Mississippi Grind is is really good. Also stars Ben Mendelsohn. Check it out if you haven't mm. seen it. Um, like there was some flashback stuff in this movie that looked like it was shot on film. Yes, I, it, it was gorgeous. It was really cool. I think it was film. It yeah, I, I don't know been. if it was like a filter or whatever. It, it but was either a great filter. Yeah, or um, it was gorgeous. And it it, it um it was just an interesting, a more interesting stylistic choice than you generally see in one of these MCU yeah. movies. You know, like changing format for yeah. to represent something. No, immediately well, the first images that came up on the screen, I was like, okay, this is different, and I, I'm really, you've already got me. Like mm. within the first kind of three seconds of it starting, mm. um, I felt like the way they did the mystery and the direction, yeah, was very, very sophisticatedly handled. Yeah. Um this is a really well put together screenplay as well. And well and they they wrote it I think with one other yeah. writer which is I'd have to go through and look at the credits of every other uh, MCU movie but um I I don't know how uh, often no. they do that the director has I mean, a hand in writing James Gunn obviously. The Russos don't write uh they yeah. didn't write Infinity yeah, they, Wars. They have, um, I thought they did. No there's those other two guys. Uh, what is it? Marcus McFeely and um yep, Stephen Stephen Oldman. <laughs> I thought, I, for some reason, I thought the Russo brothers got some writing credits on that. Uh, I don't yeah, believe so, that, so. Maybe a story credit? Yeah, definitely. Maybe story credit, yeah. Um, and that was cool. And uh, Nicola Permanent as well got a story credit on this. She did this story for Guardians. So I guess yeah. that helps tying that all together uh-huh. as well. That would make sense to make sure that, that there's some continuity between those films. Mm. Anything right, else that kind of jumps out? I mean, overall thoughts maybe then? Yeah, let's get into a wrap up. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go. You go. <laughs> no, you go. I'll go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll go. I had an awesome time with Captain Marvel. All my apprehensions are gone. This is a really fantastic entry into the MCU. The mystery, I've said it already a couple of times on this, but that really is one of my favorite components of this and how it's handled. Uh, some laughs, um, great action. Really, uh, maybe a few nitpicks will come through in the spoilers and... Um, over the next few days, maybe subsequent viewings, but this is a really, really fantastic film, and I, I had a great time. 
Yeah, I I enjoyed this a lot. Like I said, I was a little trepidatious going in. Um, I don't think it's you know the the tippy toppest tier of the MCU. Um, I think it's above average, um, you know, top middle, which uh, is enough to keep me very satisfied because I my rating of the MCU as a whole is a lot higher than most people probably. Eleven out of ten. Eleven out of ten. Um, so yeah, uh, the, the the mystery, like you said, that there's so much to this movie that we had not been given before, and I think maybe that's why the trailers were a little underwhelming for some because they just there was not a lot of this movie in there, um, which is cool, and I like to see them do that, and I hope they really do that even more with Endgame. Um, I think the the um, the you know female led component of this was handled, as I said, very gracefully. Um, I think the most ardent. Uh, SJW hunters out there will find stuff to to nitpick about this movie, no doubt. But I, I really don't think they beat it over the head at all. I think it mm. was very natural. I think this was um, just done uh, really well, uh, just like uh, I think Wonder Woman did a couple of years ago. And I think this is a better movie than that. Mm. So, Me too. Um, it was certainly less like kind of blatantly stated than wonder woman and even wonder woman wasn't that like beat over the head type thing so. yeah yeah so just all around um really happy with it so far i'll i'll probably watch this again yeah. this week and then we'll see how i feel about it then so i tend to agree with you about where i'd kind of rank this within the mcu i, I feel like this is kind of just above average um in terms of the ranking it certainly wouldn't break my top five um might enter my top 10 maybe um, if it's above average, it kind of has to, right? Doesn't how many are there? Twenty. This is twenty first. God, maths. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you. I suppose yeah. No, it wouldn't be top five, but it would probably be top ten, um, at least for right now. Um, like I said, there, there's some things that I'm still trying to figure out about this movie. Some things that weren't immediately satisfying, but I think that might age well. I could be wrong. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, overall, really happy with this film. I think that that. Uh, I'm just thrilled that they didn't fuck it up. Mm. Um, you know, make a big stumble before Infinity War. I will be incredibly interested to see how the general public um, reacts to this film and and kind of more trepidatiously interested to see how some of the fringes of the internet will <laughs> react to this film. Not um, well. <laughs> well, almost certainly not well, but you know. I'm, I'm interested to see the critic, uh, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes on this one. I think they, I, they did I some interesting things strong. in this last week, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes got rid of their want to see score because yeah. it was getting kind of review bombed on on yeah. this film in particular. I think it was down in in the twenties or something. Yeah. yeah um, which the you know want to see doesn't really mean anything, but it wouldn't have been pretty when it opened either. So yeah, yeah. I, I I happened to scroll through some. I do this more often now, I think, and it's a terrible thing to do. Mm-hmm. I, I scrolled through some. I think it was Instagram comments oh, on one of the ad campaigns for the. It was a really cool. It was like with that old 3D thing where you cross your eyes mm. on Instagram, like old 90s thing. Nice. I, I was looking at some of the comments, and that I was just like, "Some of you people got to get a life." I mean, seriously. Mm. Start a movie podcast, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. be cool like us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like people like oh, I, I won't be seeing this film because the woman's in it. You're like yeah. fucking seriously. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, some sad motherfuckers out there. Yeah. All right, guys, Anyways. we'll have our spoiler review up any moment. So uh, go check that out. Maybe it's up right now. I don't even know what year is it. 2025. It's still. <laughs> it won't live. be up that much Here longer than like we'll we'll let we'll we'll have it out in Australia before we. Blah. <laughs> Spoilers coming at you soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys. 
Let us know what you thought of Captain Marvel. Hit us up on uh, Instagram, the Facebook, and in the comments below. See you, Connor. Bye. See you, Benny.